right. What's this outline? This that's not great, but I'm doing it. Oh no! I was all fired up about this a <laughs> while ago, and then I like opened it back up, and I was like, I should have written down my thoughts when I had them. I don't know that I want to talk about this. What do you want to talk about instead? I don't know. That's okay. The thing. Well, then it's kind we, of like we, when you go to have lunch and you're opening the cabinets and you're like, <sighs> nothing's good, even though there's like a perfectly like there's like seven different meals you can make. I don't want any of it. Does it <laughs> not? We could just we could just do a we could just do a a, a whatever episode. Just a just a grab bag of yeah yeah random, just, random yeah, yeah, game could, and, and life yeah we could just talk about that instead. We've done a couple of like <laughs> pretty intense topics. Maybe this is our maybe this is just our fuck around episode. Yeah, maybe this is our just our fuck around episode. We've you it's, it's been oh it's been a it's been a time. It's been a time. Pride Month. Uh, my calendar has cut it off, so it just says first day of LGBTQ. That, yeah, it's just the first it day. Says. It's our it's first, the first day, day on the job. The first day. Of- <laughs> <laughs> it is. We all queer people start over on June. It's 1st. queer New Year. Yes, it's. I, you know what? It should be. <laughs> it should be Gay New we Year. We should. We yeah. should treat it like the Gay New Year. We should give out rainbow envelopes full of money. Yes, the queer lunar calendar. Yes. Yeah. Begins like in June. It. I like it. Yeah. Let's get let's get that get that on the agenda. It's like it's like the, for the fiscal next New Rainbow Year. mob meeting. Yes. Let's call up the president of gays. Uh-huh. Um the gay parliament. I don't think we have a president. I think we have a gay parliament. <laughs> the gay parliament. The gay okay. parliament. And uh-huh. present them with the with the queer New Year. Okay. The Pride the Bring start it. of Pride it's like the, the Lunar New Year. We're going to party for yeah. two weeks. Sort of a whole month-long celebration, but we're going to party right. for two weeks, and then we start the the Gay Lunar Calendar. I'm for it. You can count on my vote. Who's a member of the Gay Parliament? <laughs> Who's on the Gay Parliament? Um, yeah. Ian McKellen. Okay, yes. For sure. For sure, yes. you know he's there. It's Ian McKellen and George yeah. K. make up, like, the old guard. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you've got Kate McKinnon on there. Mm-hmm. And, um, Leslie Jones. Yes. Leslie Jones is there, for sure. Yes. Wanda yes. Sykes. Yes. Are we just naming famous gay people? I mean, yes. What did yeah, you want okay. me to... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is I that know. not... What... Yeah, yeah, what? no, that was, yes, that was the course. thing. It's going to be yes. like Laverne right, Cox, yes. and it's right, going to yes. be... Um, Matt um, Bomer. Uh, Elliot Page. And, yes. like, all, yes, all of them. Uh, all the Cameron Esposito. Yes. yes, of course. Yes. Yes, yes. absolutely. Hannah Hart. Okay. Yes. Yes. And then you and me, I guess. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, we're yeah. also bringing uh, notes. Yes. We're representatives we're... of this very small de- demographic. We get to attend <laughs> queer parliament. <laughs> I was elected to elected to queer parliament to represent my district in Kansas. <laughs> Not a lot of competition here. <laughs> yeah, fair. Been thinking of relocating to Kansas City, Missouri, because it's got a lot Gayer? of a more vibrant community there. <laughs> Yeah, man. I saw uh, Multiverse of Madness baked out of my mind in the back of a small car. Yes, I heard about this. <laughs> I am so happy for you. Like, when you said you're going to drive, I I love that. Because I, I said this to you, and you're like, what? I love that drive throughs have become a thing again because yeah. of COVID. Like, drive throughs business has been booming. Because people Good. still want to see movies, but the smart ones don't want to see, wanna see theaters. theaters. Yeah, yeah. The I, you know, I don't. I don't know that the crowd that I saw at that drive-in was doing it for that reason, but we sure were. <laughs> and like the the place we went to is charming and dilapidated in a fun way. Like yeah. it has neon signs that I am ninety percent sure are still from the fifties. Nice. Like everything, a little like entryway and the the exit sign and the entry sign are like handmade and have been there since they invented it like with like next to no renovation (laughs) you just drive through this like little archway made of plywood from 1955 and you're like i hope it doesn't fall on my car I hope there's not a lot of lead paint here. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I, I don't. I'm not going to use the bathroom here. I'm going to pee before I go and endure four hours. It's always a double feature. 
I don't know if your drive-ins do that. This one does. It's always a double feature. Yeah. And you do have time to leave. Like, if, like, oh, the first movie, it was a double feature with the bad guys. So we, we saw the bad guys first, then I was sober through the bad guys, and I took an ed- edible, like, ten minutes in, being like, this is gonna hit, and I'm gonna be so high <laughs> during Multiverse of Madness, which is what I wanted. <laughs> I brought some to share, but everyone else was like, we're driving later. And I was like, alright, it'll just be me. I'll be the only high person in this car. <laughs> And then we folded down the seats in the back of my friend's Honda Fit, okay. which did somehow fit four adult women. Wow. <laughs> like a little clown car. It was like a little clown car. I did wedge myself into sort of the back behind everybody, because I'm taller and longer than everyone else I was with. And I was sitting back there with Julia, so we were kind of just like snuggling, which worked out, because then like, everyone else respected people's personal space, but like, I was like, you're my girlfriend, I'll just lay on you. <laughs> <laughs> ideal to go with someone who you can just sort of smush next to if you're going to yeah. fit four adults into the back of the car. Into a, the back yeah, of the I car. don't gotta worry about personal space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or go in your SUV, which will have more room for more adults. <laughs> but we, like, we went, we brought takeout, and we brought a whole bunch of snacks, and I don't think there's any other way to see Multiverse of Madness other than baked out of your mind in the back of a small car. <laughs> Highly recommend it. There you go. Uh, everyone Stellar else had like, had, like, real opinions on the movie, and I did not get the sort of high that makes you, like, really enjoy the trippy parts. Mm. I was the sort of high where I just was like, everything is so wonderful and fun, and I just was like, wow, wow, everyone is acting. <laughs> oh, they're acting so hard. Oh, look at Elizabeth Olsen just killing it. She's so good at this. These lines are terrible, and she's delivering them so well. Hands down, the best part of that movie. Through the haze of being high as a kite, I will say that it has the problem that I have with kind of every superhero media property, where it's like, oh, this bad guy, we're going to claim that they're doing a bad thing, but it's not actually a bad thing, and we're supposed to sympathize with the hero who is just being a dick. (laughs) (laughs) I also saw snippet bits of the Batman. I came late to the Batman. Maybe I needed to see it from the beginning, but I, like, watched an hour of the Batman, and I was like, this sucks. Why are are all of you telling me this is good? (laughs) I don't know, man. Like, it made me upset. I, like, got, I, like, I I was like, I got things to do with left, and I didn't, I, then I was like, I was being a real grumpy puss. I know my, my youngest, my 15-year-old, is, like, really into the Batman. He says Uh it's his favorite movie now. Yeah. I so feel like that. that I feel like that's one of those movies that's like a red flag. Hmm. Maybe. I, I don't know. I didn't. Again, please just take a great assault that I didn't watch the whole movie. I just, uh, I just watched enough of the middle that I was like, you're literally trying to get me to sympathize with a guy who's protecting Richard Whiteman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, I think the concept has has fallen pretty far from far. The, y- yeah, from I mean, the like the, uh, people were also like, but he he grows and stuff, and I'm like, maybe that you know what? Maybe there's a thing at the end. I don't know. I only watched like the middle hour, and maybe that was just the wrong slice of the movie. So I'm happy yeah, maybe to be cut at the wrong part of the. Arc. Yeah, maybe I cut into it at the wrong point and I missed the arc. You know, I'm willing to accept that that's the truth. <sighs> so. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna talk. I'm just gonna talk about some stuff. Sure, tell me about some. Talk about some stuff. <laughs> did you see? There's Braille dice now. Yes, I did. I'm very excited. It's the okay. Dots RPG project. It's on yes. Twitter. Dots RPG. Okay. They make Braille dice. Like, yeah, that's fucking great. That is great. Apparently, this took them like five years from concept to production, and now they're just out there making Braille dice. It's great. They have like a whole set. Of the D20 set. Mm-hmm. That was one of the things that crossed my feet. And I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. It's a neat accessibility tool. Thirsty sword lesbians want a nebula. Yeah. I don't think I saw that. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's news. That's cool. That's fucking cool is what it is. Yeah, I've also been informed that Green Running is now making a queer focused RPG. <gasps> really? To which I responded, don't they already make Blue Rose? I was going to say, but <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> apparently it's going to be gayer or more explicitly gay than Blue Rose. Really? Which seems like a high bar to me, given that Blue Rose okay. explicitly is like, everyone is bi, deal with it. I'm now seeing that one of the writers for Thirsty Sword Lesbians has already updated her bio to say that she is the Nebula Award winning. <laughs> good so for you. Yeah. Okay, good for you. Yeah. Uh, Twilight Accord is the name of the new 
Very mean. Uh, what other gaming things am I up to? Uh, Pillars of Creation's coming along. It sure is cooking. It is cooking. It's cooking. I'm very excited about it. Me too. I enjoy writing for Essence so much. Samesies. I wish that there was a very, I wish there was a better chance that they would approve it another, another Essence book. <sighs> Me too. I guess I'm just gonna have to write a bunch of stuff for the STV. Yeah, I I can't wait for the the unofficial line that happens after this. <laughs> yes, all the all the official writer unofficial supplements. <laughs> <laughs> it's like every charm I had to cut for word count, <laughs> all the cool ideas I had for like system widgets that there's just no room for. Yeah, a billion more war striders. Just a, just a just oh, we could do a, just a whole supplement of just that. Like, yeah. Yeah. I have thoughts. Like, I'm very curious to see what you turned out based oh yeah? on the information that I, the instructions that I gave you. <laughs> I tried to tell you more about it, but I was in the car and Siri's not very good at understanding exalted terminology. <laughs> I, you trying to text me about exalted from the car is my favorite time of day. <laughs> we had tom, tom tom rearing gesture tom rearing gesture yes what was the other one um evan, Kevin, Kev, evan Kevin, dragon Ev, evan dragon evan dragon <laughs> evan dragon cousin of j dragon i had to i had to stop trying to say war striders and instead say giant robot because every time <laughs> i tried to say war strider siri had no idea what it, it was a different answer every time <laughs> it's just it's I this is what I get for telling them no you can't use my data even for diagnostic purposes. Now Siri doesn't understand what I'm talking about. Now Siri can't learn from from my words. Siri doesn't need to know Warstrider. <laughs> Siri doesn't need to know that. I also really like watching other people do stuff with this and I have also been thoroughly enjoying David's slow descent into becoming an exalted fan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that it was slow. I I mean <laughs> It, ha- it happened pretty quick. <laughs> we did sort of dunk him directly into the deep end here. And especially into, like, the deep end of the things David likes pool. Mm-hmm. Like, hi, hey, will you write us some necromancy and also this extremely goth martial art? And <laughs> like, also some, yes. some, some ghosts. And here's a bunch it's of, like, spooky shit. Here's Could you just write all the spooky shit for us? You handle all the spooky shit. Yeah. H will handle all the body horror and dinosaur shit. <laughs> I'll get all of the romantic crap. <laughs> I had people asking me about lunar bond modes. I'm like, yeah, I'm so excited about it. Lunar bond, you know, lunar terms get bond modes. Someone was like, well, what about solars? And I was like, well, no. <laughs> like, 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 I think my answer was like, there's only so much I can talk about, but. Lunars can bond with a lot of kinds of exalts, and solars can only bond with one kind. <laughs> so, seems like it's a little more economical if I put those on the lunar chart, don't you think? Yeah. And I'm like, if you want a reciprocal bond mode, just fucking write one. Yeah. Yep. Just do it's it. Pretty, it's so easy. It's pretty so easy. easy. It's so easy. So easy. Like, like when people like come into the Essence channel, they're like, has anyone made anything like this? And I'm like, my brother in Christ, you could make it yourself. But I don't understand, like, I mean, I do understand how some people would be like, no, because it's, it can be kind of spooky to make your own homebrew and you don't know if it's going to be balanced correctly. You don't know if you're making something that sucks or is too good or whatever, but yeah. it's just do it. Just, you can only get better at it by doing it. Yeah. And if you put it, if you make a thing and it's too good and you put it in the game and you realize it's too good, change it. Just change it. Yeah. You just you go, wrote oopsie, it. Oopsies. And take it away. <laughs> yeah. Or just go, oopsies, this worked too well. What if we changed it to this thing that works the right amount of well? Yes. Like, oopsie, I made it too powerful. I need yep. to make it less powerful for you now. Yeah. It's just like, okay, well, you could do this every turn. How about once a scene? Or. Once every other turn, or something like that. Right. Right. Like, yeah, you know, tweak it until you get it right. That's. I, I'm going to spoil something for you. That's literally how you write everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't come out perfect the first no, time. No, it doesn't come out perfect the first time. Even when you're really, really good at this, it still doesn't always yeah. come out perfect the first time. Like, yeah. I have received red lines many times, and, like, sometimes you'll get it right on the first try. Or most of the way there on the first try. But, like... When you write a whole section or, like, 
or writing a suite of powers or something like that, you're going to write a lot of them, and so the odds that all of them will be right on the first try are low. <laughs> yep. It's true. Yeah. Also, everyone writes first drafts. Everyone. Even people who are seasoned professionals. Even people who think they don't write first drafts. Yeah. Especially people who think they don't write first drafts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I haven't encountered anyone in our particular writing circles who thinks they're that good. Yeah, I, there was a point in my life when I was like, no, I don't write first drafts, but it wasn't because I thought I was perfect. It was just that I tried to make my first draft as good as possible, and now I understand that that is a waste of time. It is a waste of time. <laughs> uh, your first like, draft... Still, still do your best, but yeah, don't yeah, yeah. expect anything more than I'm just getting a framework down. A first draft should be, like, Literally, your first pass at it. You get yeah. the ideas down. The whole idea of it is, you know, you're just throwing clay on the board. You, you are. can't sculpt anything if there's nothing there's there. Nothing there. So you got to just put a lump there and then go, okay, cool. What is this going to be? Poke at it a little bit. Like, yep. If yep. you're in in art terms, you got to sketch first. Exactly. Yeah, you got to you got to you got to put down your little skeleton and then sketch over it and then like yep. put some put some layers on it to get the details. And you don't start with the line mark. <laughs> no, only maniacs and saints <laughs> start, start with the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like somewhere out there, there's an artist who's like, I started with ink, and I'm like, shut up, we're not talking about you. <laughs> we are not speaking to you. Uh, you gotta start somewhere, and it starting your starting point might be bad, and that's okay. That's that Adventure Time quote that's like sucking at something is the first step to being kind of good at something. But how will we know? Who are we? Who are we? What? Oh, uh, I'm Monica. I'm an industry <laughs> professional. <laughs> I've been doing this for a while. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I'm sober, I promise. It's 2.28 on a work day. <laughs> on a Monday. On a Monday. I'm just like this. <laughs> I am a developer. I do a lot of stuff for the Onyx Path. I've also written for Magpie Games. I wrote an adventure for Root. That was really fun. I've written a lot of stuff, Ray. <laughs> written a lot I of know, stuff. me too. <laughs> People are like, what did you work on? And then I blue screen because it's such a big list. It's just the buffering icon. And then I'm like, uh, exalted? With a question mark? Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, wow. I'm like, that's not the only thing. That's just the, the only thing I could remember. That's just the one thing that's always in my single brain cell. Yeah, it's the only thing. And they're like, I think I've worked on more Scion and Trinity combined than I have worked on exalted stuff. And yet, and people are like, what did you work on? I'm like, I done it. <laughs> well, I know that I've had more Scion things published, combined, yeah. mm -hmm. than things I've written for Exalted. We both worked on Assassins, which... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's really a... That's a, that's a game we should pitch to people more. We should talk, to, talk about it more, because Assassins is, like, really fucking good. It really is. I don't understand the pushback that it gets. It doesn't... It doesn't. It's push. It's pushback from like two people. I don't understand those two people. Is what I'm saying. I guess. <laughs> there is a very small contingent of people who think it's too world of darknessy for Trinity. Yeah, that's also why Terry liked it though, because it was kind of world of darknessy. I will tell you right now that any comparisons to the world of darkness are purely incidental. Is not. Done is it just because there's like a secret world yes, that the exactly. other people don't know yeah. about? Mm -hmm. Okay, so then Harry Potter is World of Darknessy. Like, what the hell is your point? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, it, it, World of Darkness Fucking doesn't... The Borrowers is World of Darknessy. <laughs> the, the World of Darkness does not have the monopoly on a masquerade or a hidden world. In fact, Assassins is drawing explicitly from Wuxia. I mean, like, it, we're, we're, we're taking the idea of, like, there are these hidden badasses with their hidden secret techniques who are doing extremely badass, outside-the-norm things, which is literally from the martial arts genre. Right. It's specifically trying to emulate that in particular, which is why there's a whole bunch of stuff about masteries basically being all, like, secret techniques, and that, like, assassin societies create them and then broker with them, and that's some of the cooler stuff that was included in the, the setting chapter. It is a hidden world of fighty badasses, and it's calling directly back to the Wuxia genre, not urban fantasy. <laughs> it's just a, also a semi-modern game. Uh -huh. yeah. And post-last year, the touchstone that I would have been happily throwing out is, of course, John Wick, right? Yeah. But then Gunpowder Milkshake came out, and now I'm like, Gunpowder Milkshake, not John Wick. 
little, a little bit of John Wick. Mostly. A little. I mean, like ignoring John Wick would be pointless. Like it would be, you got some Wick in your milk. It right? would. It would be incredibly incorrect to not say that it was a big influence on it because it was. But then, but then Gunpowder Milkshake came out and it was just like, oh yes, no, that's an Assassin's <laughs> game. That whole movie is an Assassin's <laughs> game. I know we're all canceling Netflix, but watch Gunpowder Milkshake and then cancel Netflix. Right. Well worth your time. Why are we canceling Netflix? Because they're raising prices and reducing quality. Oh, I thought you meant canceling like oh, liberal, like canceling on Twitter. Media. No, no, no. Apparently, like Netflix. And, and I was pla- like, I didn't get that memo at the last game meeting. Uh, and apparently, still platforming Chappelle. That's why we're we're canceling Netflix for both reasons. Oh yeah, right. And we're also canceling Mulaney for the same reasons. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know why anybody thought uh, a comedian was a good person. Some of them are good people. That's true. That's true. I mean, just meant like I maybe I should should rephrase that to like celebrities are people and that means they suck as much as they're cool. Sure. I think people are too willing to be like, oh, this person told a funny, relatable joke. He just like me. He just like me for real. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, you know, the point of comedy. Yeah. To to feel relatable and to tell jokes that like people get and laugh at because they're relatable. That's it's their job. He's good at his job. Many comedians are. But that doesn't, like, this isn't necessarily a reflection of who they are. Just because someone told a bunch of good, relatable jokes about being mentally ill doesn't mean they're a good, secretly a good person. Yeah. Anyway, Kyle Kinane's new album, Trampoline in a Ditch, is out on July 24th. Uh-huh. And, uh, I like Kyle Kinane. Yeah, me too. <laughs> he tweeted, what, like, one or two days ago? Like, hey, uh, Dave Chappelle's never going to show up on my show if that was stopping any of you from buying tickets. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, fuck yeah, dude. (laughs) I like Kyle Kinane, too. He's hilarious. We saw him live the last time he came to Kansas City. It was great. I also really like Shane Smith. I don't know who that is. Oh, he's really funny. His older stuff, you see some of his older stuff, he... uh, I don't need to know what I might look like if I... Because Shane Smith exists. I mean, he has, like, long blonde hair now, because he, uh, I guess he grew it out and bleached it. Okay. But he used to have, like, funky little rectangular glasses. We have a very similar physical build. And for a while, a similar hairdo. He has short, dark hair, too. Uh, uh, But he is covered in tattoos, and I am not, so I would have to get inked up in between then and now. But he's really funny. Yeah, okay. And a fucking hoot on Twitter, so I highly recommend looking him up and his... He has a bunch of shorts on YouTube that you can go watch. Yeah, okay. Uh, he's a, a smaller comic, so he doesn't have, like, a Netflix special yet. I like how you threw that in there. Yeah, uh, like, I'm, I'm, optimist- I'm optimistic for him. For I, would, I would like him to get that money. Hey, speaking of getting that cash, yeah, my husband is interviewing with Google. Yeah! How's that going? It's wild. Uh, so I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast, but I've talked about it with a lot of different people because I think it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. There's a phenomenon going on now where as companies begin to announce, okay, everyone, we're going back to the office. Mm-hmm. Um, headhunters and recruiters are then trawling the LinkedIn's of uh, employees who work for those companies who are going back to office specifically to recruit them because they know nobody wants to go back to the office. Nice. So the company that my husband works for, announced that they were switching to a back-to-the-office hybrid model, and mm-hmm. suddenly he started getting a lot of interest in his LinkedIn account, <laughs> including Meta, to which he was like, uh-uh, no. Mm-hmm. no. Uh, Tesla, don't, don't, to which don't need that money like, that much. Oh. Absolutely yeah, Tesla not. and Meta was like, get the no. fuck out of here. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I mean, Google is also evil, but not as famous for mistreating their people. Not as famously evil, yes. Yeah. And then Google approached him, like, hey, we like your vibe. We'd like to buy you a drink. And, um, he was like, yeah, okay, I can fuck with Google. And they gave him the phone interview. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were so impressed. They're like, we're just going to fast track you. We're just going to fast track you. And he's like, right, okay, cool, cool. So he's he's like responding to all these emails. And, you know, he met with another person to set up the dates. And they record, they interview with panels, basically. Like, you, you have, like, five panel interviews in a row. Like, marathon interviews. Because you don't interview for a single position. You interview... With the company, with the right. all of Googliness. Yeah, you mentioned um, that like they they don't recruit also for a specific position, right? They like yeah. they want to see what you're good at, and then they'll put you somewhere. Yeah, which is interesting. He's been like studying 
because there's a whole industry built around how to get hired at Google because they get millions and millions of applicants and only like 2% of them make it to the panel part or whatever. And he stumbled on a, a video from a guy who was like, yeah, I used to I used to work at Google. I used to do the, the hiring boards. Mm-hmm. And he was throwing down like there's, you know, these three different tracks, basically, where if you're on the first track, it's you send in the application and we're putting it through the like the whole process of, you know, two phone interviews and then another one of these blah, blah, blah. And he's going through the whole thing. And he's like, and then if you're third track, um, that's normally like you crush it in the first interview. And then we're just like, we're going to fast track you. We're going to fast track you. And he's like, this is really, really rare. So it's normally only people who've really impressed us. And, and he paused the, paused the video and he looked at me and he's like, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> he's so excited. But it's it's been great because it's like, so no pressure because he's already got a pretty decent job it's it's not really as fulfilling as it used to be mm-hmm. and he'd be really excited to work in a like a high-tech like cutting edge kind yeah. of industry so he's been steady in his little buns off nice so cute uh, that's, that's <laughs> awesome it's nice to work towards something that means a lot and i hope he gets it because it would be quite a bummer if he works that hard and then uh... yeah but then today he got hit up by a recruiter from boston dynamics Oh. Yeah, and they're like, we also need someone evil. working on our... No. <laughs> no, they make good and pure robots. They make robots for cops and the military. Listen, the, those robots were not meant for the cops and the military. Are you sure they were about meant that? to help old people put glasses away. <laughs> I, I think they do both, actually. They Damn make it. both robots for the cops and police and also to help people, old people put glasses away. They anyway. need someone to work in their... In their their scout department, which is one of the little robotic guys. Aww. Gary is also like, mm, okay. And, and it's, it's like such a, like his punch card is really filling up. He's going to have to go to Google and be like, listen, I have interviews with Boston Dynamics later, so I need to work around the and then <laughs> Boston Dynamics be like, listen, I have interviews with Google later. So like, I imagine to- <laughs> pitting Boston Dynamics and Google against each other for who's going right? to give you the fattest stack Who wants cash. me? <laughs> I'm so excited for him. How delightful. That's and then in July... Everything's coming July, up Gary. June. Everything's coming up Gary. He's going out to... He's going out to the Badlands with the University of Washington Paleo Lab. Yeah, he's, Lab. Doing his, he's doing his thing. Yeah, he's going to go dig up dinosaur bones. I'm, oh, it's so exciting. He's got like... All his like Badlands camping gear, and he just reserved. He just rented the car because he's gonna drive there from here because it's not that bad of a drive. But yeah, he's gonna be like, it's gonna be fucking digging up like triceratops femurs. That's so fucking cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't have to go to school for that. You just gotta be passionate. You just gotta know the right people. Yeah, that's great. It is great. I'm so happy for him. Yeah. BXP in the mid-episode break room are brought to you by the Misdirected Mark Network. Bing! Thank you. Become a BXP patron. Patrons get to chat with us directly, special Discord roles, and exclusive hangouts. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. If you'd rather support BXP without Patreon, you can always subscribe to our Kofi instead, which is ko-fi.com slash bonus EXP. Or buy our stuff. We have lots of stuff to buy. You can go to bxpcast.com slash swag and check out our merch page. Also, don't forget that BXP is sponsored by Nerdy Kepi. You can get all kinds of rad queer swag, and remember to use code BXPCAST at checkout for 10% off, which never expires. You can do repeat orders. Saying nice things is always free. Leave us a good review on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you found us, and help us get more listeners. Also, tell your friends, especially tell your D&D playing friends who are complaining about struggling with running games. You should be like, hey, there's a really great podcast that will help you be a better GM. Sorry, DM, because we're talking about D&D people. Uh, and then just toss them a bunch of things, especially whenever you hear one of your friends complain that there aren't women talking about game stuff. I really appreciate that whenever that comes up in Twitter, I see people just, like, mention it. Bonus experience? Yeah, they're like, do you mean bonus experience? Because you can just experience you can just have bonus you can just experience. Go, just go listen to bonus experience. And if you like bonus experience, you will also like GnomeCast! Several gnomes from Gnomes 2 get together to talk about gaming topics and themselves in an effort to entertain you and avoid being thrown in the stew. Delicious. We should bring back fun phones. You can buy them as attachments for your smartphone. Yeah! That's, no, I, that wasn't... I mean, I, no, I, you can do you that. Can't, okay, <laughs> well, they should be more in vogue, because fun phones are great. <laughs> we should talk on the phone more. 
just have that big chunky plastic headset. People, some people are like, right there. I said you should talk on the phone more, and some people's butthole talkers. It's nice to speak with your actual friends. I'm not talking about cold calling strangers. I don't like the phone. I don't like holding this thing to my sweaty, greasy face. That's fair. That's I, that's fair. why I have headset. Yeah. <laughs> so I have. That's why I have my bone induction headphones you know and what? my blue that, yeti. That's legit. I even that's make my fair. phone calls this way. I dial from my freaking laptop. Oh yeah, I mean, I I also take phone calls with my little earbuds in. Like, you know what? I I will say that a a, a novelty phone is fun as hell, but holding the phone to your face less so. Less. So. Didn't didn't miss that from the nineties. I do miss making uh, mixtapes. Yeah. <laughs> There's really no, like, you can make a playlist on Spotify, I you, guess. Yeah, you but can make a bespoke playlist for people in a lot of places, but it's same. not the same. You're not handing someone a cassette that you, like, decorated with yeah. stickers. We are missing, the part that's missing is the, like, physical aspect. Like, yeah. I've made, I've made gift playlists for people, like, on YouTube and stuff like that. And it's touching yeah. and nice, and people like them. But, like, the thing about the mixtape and then the mix CD was that, like, it was handcrafted. You had to actually put a lot of effort into making the physical object. Like, yeah, making a mixtape is work. You had to that like copying songs onto a tape. You had to sit through the whole song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yep. like when you made the, I don't know if kids know this that you like when you copied things onto a tape. You literally had to just listen to the song. You couldn't. It was burning a CD. You just put the CD like put the things in the program and then waited for it to be done. But like recording a tape, you had to listen to the song. So anybody who went yep. to the trouble of making you a mixtape where both sides of the tape were full spent like four hours doing that. <laughs> and that's not that's not even counting like the effort it, t- it took to actually copy from another tape or from a CD or from the radio or from a record or from a record. Yeah. Were you recording had, from were you recording from records? I had a, my my parents had a whole like record player vinyl setup. Wow. Most of my youth. I didn't have I had. We were like, because my dad worked in radio. We we had CDs from like the the get go, like as soon as CDs were. Yeah, I mean, we had both. We had a my dad, much very much an audiophile. Yeah, and we had a big old fancy. He must have spent a ton of money on it in the late eighties, like a big fancy stereo system. So like, as a small child, I like operated this high tech, like one of those things that's like larger than a baby's crib. Yeah, it was in. They had a big old, like, cabinet that had the TV in it, the vinyl player, the CD player, the tape deck, and the big central console that controlled all of them. Yeah. Uh, And they were all wired in in the back, and you would turn it on, and then you had to, like, pick, you know, I want to play from the tape deck, I want to play from the CD player, I want to play from the record player. And it would pump out through the speakers. It's literally just changing the the aux channel. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Not any different there. And then, like, there was a, a mixer and a big knob turned up the, the volume and like if you had blank tapes in this big old sound system you could record from any of the other inputs so i all i did sometimes put records on tape or songs from records or the radio because it also obviously had a radio tuning setting too i was going to ask you if you remember winamp i do remember winamp and i googled winamp were you expecting a, another answer out of me <laughs> other than well, yes I went to go be like, Winamp, yeah, whatever happened to Winamp? Mm-hmm. You want to know what happened to Winamp? What happened to Winamp? NFTs happened to Winamp. Are you for real? I am for real. On May 16th, they put the original and iconic Winamp skin up for auction as an NFT on OpenSea. <laughs> Fucking hell. I loved Winamp. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, they've gone full stupid with crypto and tokens it really whips the llama's ass it really whips the, the llama's, llama's ass. ass parentheses derogatory winamp skin <laughs> museum take me there winamp oh my skin god museum. <gasps> what monica what look at this what oh my god <gasps> winamp skin museum yo the kingdom hearts one that jumped out at me like a rorschach blot test they just oh, open god. this page. there's an among us one People are still making Winamp skins. Wow. Oh my god. This How is... are people still making Winamp skins? This is like my late teens, <gasps> early 20s in one picture. Holy this is incredible. Fuck. Damn. This is annihilating me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Winamp. Oh, Winamp. Pour one out for Winamp. Napster 
Napster's pretty doing good, great. Yeah, Napster's like <laughs> the the best the the streaming service that pays artists the best. Mm-hmm. And so I I'm paying for it right now. And uh, it has the nicest playlist building feature I've used in a streaming service. Really? Yeah. The rest is nothing to write home about. Like it's a streaming service. You got you got music. You can save it to your profile. You can play it. You can make playlists. Like this is not this is not dreadfully <laughs> exciting, right? Like it's just a streaming yeah. service. But the playlist function is great because while you're building it, you go into like the little this little like playlist creation UI, and you don't leave it until you say you're done. In a lot of other places, you have to like back up, find the song, click the button, add to playlist, pull your playlist out of the list, and like no Napster is just like. No, here's the playlist window. Search in this window. Pick as many songs from the search that you want. Tap add to playlist. Lather, rinse, repeat until you say save. It is great. Yeah. A plus Napster on your playlist building feature. Great job, Napster. Great job, Napster. Becoming the hero. Yeah. Winamp has sunk to new lows. Yeah. Though I think, I really think that a lot of that, like, best paying to the artist or at least best paying one mostly goes to the record label, but I hope the artist sees some of that. Yeah. I just remember everyone clutching their pearls over piracy and you're stealing money and blah blah blah, and now it's like like things with Spotify basically being legal piracy now. Like, the artist doesn't see, like, even a tenth of a cent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ugh. I started... Kids these days. Yeah, kids these days. I want to get a good vinyl player. Oh, yeah? Yep. That's my... We have I was, one. I wanted I don't to use it very much. I wanted to get one for myself for my birthday. Um, yeah. But like, I need to put it somewhere. Like, I have to like mount it on the wall, probably, mm-hmm. because I live in not a small apartment, but not a big one either. And I live in it with two other people, and all of us have too much shit. <laughs> so just uh-huh. three mentally unwell people. It's too much junk. <laughs> Living together under one roof. You're not on. You're just neurodivergent. Yeah, I mean, it's it's both though. Uh, yeah, I'm all right. That's yeah. fair. Uh, and I'm exaggerating for humor's sake. <laughs> if you are neurodivergent or actually mentally ill, you're allowed to say you're crazy or call yourself mad. Your you're word. allowed. You can have it. It's your word. You can have it. Own it. It's fun. Um, sometimes I'm just like, I wish my house didn't look like three lunatics lived here, but guess what we do? So, you know. Guess what? (laughs) Three lunatics and their two cats. Yeah. (laughs) So I have to figure out what part of my house to put it in, which may Mm -hmm. involve rearranging other places, because I want a nice one and I want some nice speakers. Because if I'm going to listen to vinyl, I want to do it in the proper audiophile way. And I don't just want to like, like I can listen to good music on my really good headphones on my phone for much less money if I just want the experience of that. But I don't I want to like listen to a whole album. I want to like play it out loud in a room and just like get lost in it for a bit. And if I'm going to do that, I need to have a place to do it in. Right. <sighs> like a music closet. Yeah, I don't have a music closet. You don't have a music closet? Really? I don't. I don't have one either. I don't know why I said that. You're like <laughs> this bitch over here doesn't even have a music closet. Mm. Sorry, mm. sorry. I feel like I'm, mm. I'm mm. sorry, buddy. I just feel like I'm phoning it in today. <laughs> <laughs> we talked a little bit about games, and then we talked for like 25 minutes about Winamp skins. I don't yeah, know. That, that's what people <laughs> expect from us. I think. Listen, I had a really rough week, y'all. It was a lot of ups and downs, and I'm just. I'm honestly. I'm just here. Monica was like, we need to record an episode. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, I don't want to record that episode, though. <laughs> I mean, we got that on record. That happened. You, you, that you, you said that, that while, the, me. while the tapes were running. That was me. I all did you, this. You did this. This is my fault. Yeah, we got. We sure, sure was a Hangout episode. You probably should change the name. I think I can do that. <laughs> Let me see. I cannot. No. I cannot change All right. it. Yeah. Sorry, Margaret. Margaret, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to change the name. Note to Margaret: it the title of this episode ep- is not actually the title of this episode. Yeah, it is still episode six, though. That part's right. That is still episode six. This yeah. is definitely the sixth of the episodes that we've made. Mm-hmm. Season yes. five, going great. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Just crushing it. I mean, we Knocking are kind of. We, we are kind of crushing it. Let's be real. I mean, yeah, we've been on schedule, which is mostly because of Margaret. <laughs> yeah, I mean, God, everybody thanks. should get themselves a Margaret. Yeah, everyone should have an employee. 
Everyone should have a Margaret. <laughs> I guess Margaret is our employee now. Oh my yeah, god. More or less. Oh shit. Yeah. Do we have to like have a form? No. We don't we don't pay her enough money we don't for that. We don't make enough much. money for that, nor do we pay <laughs> enough money for that. <laughs> oh, you owe some people um Margaret certificates. <gasps> That's right. Yeah. Oh, hang on. I'm going to let Terry know right now because he has to be there for it. Hey, okay. Terry. Okay. Okay. Now I wait anxiously to see if Terry will mm. respond to my invitation. That'll be great. I absolutely want to do that live. <laughs> it's what the people deserve. Yeah. He's already responding. Oh, Terry's on fire with the idea of doing this. <laughs> Did he write back immediately? No, it just says Terry is typing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he says, oh, sure. Unless it's like dot, dot, dot. Now. <laughs> No, not now. I I soft agreed to be in Terry's Sidereal's test game, and then I oh, yes? forgot to make a character, oh. and then I forgot about the second session, because I was on oh, a no. very, very bad ADHD drag for, like, two weeks straight. Yeah. If it was something important that I could have forgotten about, I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> was it important? Could I have possibly forgotten? Guess yeah. What? <laughs> Is it going to hurt someone's feelings that I forgot about it? Is it going to cause me serious problems for forgetting? Oh, yeah. Did I get all of them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just getting a, a neurodivergent bingo. Yeah. Fuck. Hooray. Yeah. Girl, get some Addies. I, yeah, I need a doctor. 2020. Three is the twenty. Wait, twenty twenty two is the year. You know, <laughs> I all get medicated. I guess I probably could do it because I don't have a doctor and I currently am benefitless at least until H gets hers right. and then I can get on that. Right. But I think you can find like a. My brain was like Squarespace, and I'm like, nope, bitch, that's the website one. Uh, <laughs> not Headspace, that's the meditation one. Uh huh. Not Skillshare, that's the learning one. No. No, I'm, I have no idea what you're Talkspace? heading towards. So I'm wedding Talkspace. What? Like those Talkspace. those online therapy places. Some of them will oh. prescribe meds to you. Really? You have, oh, you, okay. have, you have to look for that specifically. Like, uh-huh. uh, I, Julia was trying to figure out something similar. And like most neurodivergent people, I can solve other people's problems, but not my own. Uh-huh, so yeah, I like did a whole bunch of research for her into like, the cost of them, how frequently you can do it, how, like, it, will they take, like, a FSA if you have it? Can they prescribe medications? Are there ones specifically for queer and trans people? And the answer to all of those is yes, but you have to look for them. Oh, wow, okay. Yep. The, none of them are particularly cheap. Mm-hmm. Just fair warning. Yeah. But, like, if you desperately need meds, you can find one of those third-party online services that can prescribe medication. Right. Now, I don't know how fucky that gets after that. I simply know yeah. that there are services that can do it. Okay. Well, that's probably good to know for somebody out there. Somebody? Yeah, I'm sure that's helpful to someone. Yeah. It may, if you are struggling and that is a ray of hope, I hope that that helps you. And also, don't, don't do what I did for the last couple of years and think, okay, but it's not that bad. I'm not, like, so bad that I need medicine. That's for people who really have real ADHD. Like, don't fucking do that to yourself. Just go fucking, go fucking ask for medicine. <laughs> I, I tried, I tried counseling and coaching, and I tried mindfulness and supplements, and, and fucking none of it was really that helpful. I mean, the, the coaching was actually pretty good, because it was helping me with, like, like different tools and mechanisms to kind of work around the ADHD or, or work with it. But I mean, mm -hmm. after a certain point, it's kind of like trying to run a marathon with snowshoes on, like mm -hmm. you can do it. Just why don't you just take the snowshoes off? <laughs> like, wouldn't that be right. easier? <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, fucking try some medication. It's there. Yeah, it's true. I, I need to get back to regularly meditating. Yeah. It really helped. That really helped me like regulate myself. Uh, I get the RSDs real bad. Yeah. Real bad. And over nothing. Like, I told you I, like, went into a terrible RSD spiral because someone was rude to me in a video game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's I, so I embarrassing honestly, I used to, to admit that. I used to, I used to get real bad, like, what was like, rumination. Yeah. But I actually, like, my anxiety medication actually really helped with that. And, oh, cool. And I, and I think, know. honestly... On the on the flip side, I think my anxiety medication kind of made my ADHD worse because <laughs> I didn't have anxiety 
and panic as that motivator. I didn't have that yeah. keeping me on track. Like, you got to do it now. You're going to disappoint everyone. Ah! And then I'm taking anxiety meds. And I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> and I'm suddenly I started forgetting a lot more. <laughs> uh, a small weird thank you to the person who was extremely fucking rude to me in that game. One, you're an absolute asshole. Please stop being so rude to people online. Mm-hmm. It's not cool. Mm-hmm. So don't do that. No, don't Just have it. fun. Yeah. But secondly, if only I went, I went, oh, this is an R. Like, I was really upset. And then I was like, this is RSD. Wait a second. That's what this is. I'm just, this is something that triggered my rejection-sensitive dysphoria. It's driving me crazy. I can't let it go because this is an RSD reaction. Yep. And I went, oh, I understand that this is my brain being shitty to me. And then I worked on myself. So thank you for that. <laughs> there you go and i like i went you know what i bet there's there's like a good article out there for coping strategies and i found one and that was the thing i sent you yeah and like i came out of it like understanding that that's how i respond to things sometimes and being like no i i get it maybe the thing that you need to do when you get triggered is like i don't know just quit the game mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> walk away quit walk away distract yourself close it walk away walk it off whatever and, and it was it was very validating to read that article because the whole thing was about them getting trolled on Twitter. Another yeah. thing that is meaningless. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Right. Like. Re- yeah. They were like, "Did someone say a mean thing to you on Twitter, and now you're mad about it all day?" And I was like, "Yeah, that yeah. similar thing happened." Yeah. Okay. Glad. I glad used to I'm call not- it my my rage castle because I just yeah. couldn't. I I just I. Lived you can't there. leave the rage. You can't leave the rage castle. I lived there. It was huge. It was my rage yeah. castle. It's the worst. I hate the rage castle. Yeah. And like Julia's like, stop beating yourself up. And I was like, you don't understand. I can't not. Yeah. Like it's really hard to I'm stop. In, I'm in the rage castle. There's no leaving it. It has no doors. I'm locked within they, my they, rage they close, tower. They close behind you and disappear. My like Lower Tower. <laughs> <laughs> I will never be free. <laughs> That's not true. You can you can be free of you the can rage be free. castle. Yeah. And like. Some that's that's sort of sometimes this works for some people and sometimes it doesn't. It's like fifty fifty for me. But re- acknowledging that you're in the rage castle and then letting it exist for a minute will make it go away faster. Yeah, for I've, some people. I've, for I've some found people. uh, I I have a lot of success with that. Honestly, when I can recognize like, wait a minute, because then I'm not like I'm not like wallowing. I'm not like stewing in it and splashing in it like an angry duck. I'm just like, wait a minute. I'm very upset and angry I'm, right I'm very now. Upset. I think yep. this might be one of my one of my symptoms disorders is acting up. Yep. And then it kind of feels more like instead of I am this angry thing, you can be like, oh wait, no, it's my brain that's telling me I gotta be absolutely angry right now. I don't know. It's a weird kind of. It it almost feels it feels more more. Uh, it it kind of gives you this feeling of control because you know it's not you. It's not like this. Yeah weather event that you can't possibly do anything about it's like oh wait a minute i see, I see what's going on and it, it i don't yeah. know for me it's always felt like it, it's always helped me kind of put it into perspective and to know that i'm not the feelings that i'm having right now if that makes sense yeah it is does make sense and that sometimes that helps me make it dissipate sometimes yeah. it can if i do it wrong i can launch right back into rumination yeah and the doors lock on the rage castle yeah again, sometimes right? it's like, just too much and you got to try something else yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that the article I sent you recommends like distract yourself so that you can find the spoon to do the rest. Yep. Which I yep. also think is pretty good advice worth remembering yep. that when the rage castle has built up around you to have someone pull you out of it through distraction, you know? So my my youngest was downstairs this weekend watching Hulu, mm-hmm. watching his creepy movies, mm-hmm. and we've had to since we've since had to have a talk with him about okay, you can't watch R-rated movies in the living room. People live here. <laughs> but he was watching a movie that I just, I had to come downstairs or something. And I happened to come downstairs at like the climax of a scene involving like animal cruelty, basically. Mm-hmm. And that's like one of my like deepest, baddest, worst triggers. Mm-hmm. So I had to like have him pause it immediately and then try as calmly as I can to explain to him like, I'm if you hear me coming downstairs, you need to pause your your movie. Mm-hmm. And then because this really this kind of thing really upsets me. Mm-hmm. He didn't really quite get it, but I think he 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 understood that at least he had to do this for me. And then it was it just it upsets me it upset me so fucking much. I had to like run and take a Xanax. Like <laughs> it's it's pretty it's pretty rare that I can get so like 
wound up and so head up about something that it it just can't get out of my head but it was like all right xanax and uh oh look markiplier markiplier's got like three new hours of videos let's pop those in and crochet a little bit yeah <laughs> like yeah. let's just think about something else <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about you but sometimes i get compounded with embarrassment at myself yeah, yeah so like yeah there's the the rsd reaction of like this thing made me really upset like oh i'm so mad i'm huffing and puffing Right, I'm puffing and puffing and stomping. I'm so mad. mad. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And that is the RSD. And then, like, uh, the part of your brain that's always chill, or at least the part of my brain that's always chill, is like, why are we upset about? Why are you mad? This is so embarrassing. You're acting like a child. Sober Monica's not always very nice. But that is also part of your RSD, though. I know. (laughs) And then that comes. It's just I called it a cocktail of rage and embarrassment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, you get too heated and you say something you didn't mean, or you say something really stupid, and then you get embarrassed about that, and that just makes it worse. And, like, it was just, I was just embarrassed at myself, and then angry at us, rude stranger. And then, in retrospect, I was like, I let, I let someone who I don't even know, who's never gonna talk to me again, make me this mad. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) That's just. That's just the uh, disorder symptoms. Yeah, sure is. That's just the problem. Sure is. Problems disorder. <laughs> God. Anyway. But it's good to, like, talk about this shit and then, you know, people know yeah. more about, like, what we're going through or potentially they know, like, wait a minute, I do that. Which was my journey into realizing, like, oh my God, I have ADHD. Was knowing you, Monica, mm-hmm. and you talking about, like, because you were diagnosed a while ago, no, right? No, I'm not diagnosed at all. This is a self-diagnosis. <laughs> Oh fuck! <laughs> I mean, like, but you there's you never were, you been were talking a, about there's like, never been a more ADHD person than me. So you know, like, yeah, that's not yeah. True. You're like the poster child for like you know the hyperactive type ADHD. But they, you were talking about these different things that you that you just do, and you're like, yeah, it's an ADHD thing. And I'd, like internally, I'd be like, well, I do that, <laughs> and it was you know like that that offhand like, well, I do that. Until like a few years into it, it started becoming, wait a minute, I do that. <laughs> And then reading more into yeah. it and like connecting because my brother got diagnosed when he was like in second grade. Yeah. I, nice. however, was a very quiet. I was also a very quiet kid. Very day daydreamy, good in school. Yeah. The internal. Hyper- you, you know, yeah. Like the, the you know, basically <laughs> the, internal the girl hi- ADHD. The, the internal hyperactivity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So because of, you know, because I was a smart kid who didn't get into trouble. Mm-hmm. But my brother was a kid who did not like to read and was defiant and liked to roughhouse. He got diagnosed and I did not. And I don't have any one person or anything to blame for that. It's just it's just how it fucking worked in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, at that point, it was the late right. 80s. Right. That's just how it fucking worked. Honestly, it was incredible that he even got a diagnosis because it was still a thing that didn't really exist. It was still something that people were just pushing for pills. But then knowing all that, like, oh, okay, my brother has it. And then thinking back on, like... I'm pretty sure my dad has it too. Like <laughs> just knowing what I know about my dad and then coalescing into like most women are diagnosed with depression and anxiety before they're diagnosed with ADHD. Yeah. It's like, all right, cool. I've been diagnosed with those two things. And then every other symptom that you had mentioned, I was like, I do all that. And then, you know, other people in my family close to me have had like diagnosed with like OCD and other like attention disorders basically. And I'm like, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now I'm like, I need, my most recent thing is like I also need to I want to figure out whenever I can see a fucking doctor. Mm. Uh, I have a lot of that that Venn diagram between ADHD and autism. Yeah, where those two things roll over. I got really upset about a plan changing the other day, and Julia was like, "You're just being real autistic right now." I understand. <laughs> I was like, "You're right, I am." She's like, she was affectionate. She was like, "You're just having." I was like, really mad and like working through it. She's like, "You're just having a little meltdown." And I was like, "You're right." <laughs> I'm huffing and puffing and I'm stomping, stomping, stomping. so mad. <laughs> I mean, to also be a little fair to me, uh, a friend who I was really looking forward to seeing on the trip had to cancel, and so there was that on top of it. Like, yeah, and I was really, really bummed about not getting to see someone who I hadn't seen in a really long time, and like that made me really yeah. sad. But I was also being like, mm, plans change. <laughs> Julia was just like, mm, just having a little, it's okay. And I was like, yeah, I, I know. 
Just give me a minute, okay? You're being a you're being a little bit autistic right now. <laughs> just like, yeah, I know. And I, know. And I mean that affectionately. affectionately yeah. All understanding. And I'm like, yeah, I know, I know, I understand. I I'm aware. I too wish I wasn't doing this. <laughs> I also don't want to be doing the thing I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, and then there's there's the other side order of like, no, this is just my voice. I'm not yelling at you. This is just my voice. Like I just I'm speaking with intention. I'm not yeah, I'm not yeah. scolding you. Yeah. Uh, and the, uh, I'm not yelling at you, I'm just explaining. <laughs> the, the, yeah. The, yeah, I'm just like, it's just in that, it's in that overlap. And I'm like, could someone just give me pills for this or something? I don't know. Which, those are also, also those the... are ADHD things too, so it could be either, but whatever, you know. There's also, I don't, I don't know if you've, I don't know if you've noticed, mm -hmm. or if anyone else has told you before I'm about to reveal this to you while we're recording. Okay. You're, you have minor echolalia. Yeah? What's that? When you repeat the last word someone says. Oh. No, I've never noticed that before. No, I've always th I've always thought it was kind of endearing. <laughs> <laughs> is that also an autism thing? Yes, it is. I, I ba One night I was baked out of my mind and I was like, I'm going to go to a doctor and be like, I'm pretty sure I'm also autistic. And the doctor's just going to be like, there's never been a more autistic person than you. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. I know that's not there's true. There's no such thing as less or more. <laughs> <laughs> oh yep, God. it's it's not true, but it is funny. It is very funny. <laughs> I'm gonna get an A. I'm gonna get an autism. Yeah, I'm gonna take those. <laughs> I'm gonna take those mental health tests, and they're gonna be like, "Great job! Your score was so high. You're so good at autism. <laughs> You're so good at being neurodivergent. <laughs> A thing that is both reasonable to Your want is, and possible to achieve. Is just the coolest and weirdest brain we've, we've ever seen. seen. We're very proud of I'm you. I'm gonna get a gold star and have it a weird fucking brain. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, you're right, there's the, that Venn I, diagram. I do of, a lot like, of weird stimming, ADHD too. ADHD symptoms, it, autism symptoms. Yeah. And then, for, for women, for, you know, AFAB people, yeah. it's, autism will also present masking quite a lot. Uh -huh. From what I understand, so it can it can make that even more difficult to try yeah. to diagnose autism in someone who is AFAB because yeah. masking is part of it, and you're trying your damn hardest to act normal. Yeah, man, that so mask is glued on. Let me tell you. <laughs> I'm like, but you're so good with people, and I'm like, kinda. I just sort of charming <laughs> in people like that. Like, I just made everything weird about me into things that people like. Like that's, you know. I mean, <laughs> Yeah. Is that is Me that too. not is that not the mask, right? Like Yeah. Yeah. Phew. Yeah. We went from being like, I don't know what to talk about to having a real heavy discussion about mental health here. Mm-hmm. Or as after heavy the as Winamp skins. Yeah. yeah. After the Winamp skins. <laughs> Come for the Winamp skins. Stay for the real important discussion about mental health. Everyone be kind to your brains. Yeah. And to each other. Be nice to yourselves. Yeah. Stop beating yourself up. Yeah. It's just your brain. Mm -hmm. It's just your brain. It's your brain. Don't let your brain be the boss of you. Don't let that soggy piece of bacon inside your skull treat you poorly gonna let your brain boss you around like he thinks he owns the joint Shh. i don't know why your brain is is masculine your brain uses he him pronouns regardless of the rest of your brain uses he him i don't know when your brain is being a jerk it uses he that's not very nice monica not all brains not yeah fair your brain can use whatever pronouns it wants when it's being mean. Sorry. I didn't mean to disrespect it. There you go. Not all brains. No. Um, we've been at this for an hour and 20 minutes. And Somehow. I, it's like we like talking to each other. Yeah. This, you know, we talk to your friends on the phone. Or live for, for people to consume. Live for money. Money, yeah. Uh, I don't get it, but it's cool. I'm glad you guys like it. <laughs> Thank I'm you. Like it. Makes me now we can pay for a Margaret. Yeah. I almost said we bought a Margaret, and then I was like, don't say that. <laughs> this is just part of being visibly queer on the internet. You just pass the same sweaty $20 around. <laughs> it's, it's sweaty. It's very sweaty. <laughs> it's so it's sweaty. sweaty. <laughs> uh, it's, it's in the collection plate at Gay Parliament. The same sweaty $20. My favorite, like, visceral image is just, like, <laughs> and every time I hear the, every time I hear the ice cream man uh -huh. come around, which is so great, it's so great that there's still ice cream trucks in this, in this hellscape. At least there's ice cream trucks. 
Every time I hear that little I'm like, ah! Oh. <laughs> the inner, the instinct is still there. Like, I still, grab me a sweaty dollar! <laughs> I want to go get a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle with the bubblegum eyeballs! Yeah, I, you know, we went, I'm going to tell one more weird story and then I think we probably should be done. Wait, before the weird story, yes. what's your go-to at the ice cream truck? Oh, man, um... You have five seconds to decide before he drives Chocolate, away. Chocolate Eclair bar. Chocolate Eclair. Okay, mine is the Choco Taco. <gasps> also a I think those are the two choice. gayest options. Maybe, maybe so. <laughs> uh, second choice, um, like a medium vanilla cone where they slam it into the bin of sprinkles. Oh, yes. yeah. Crunchy, yeah. smooth, crazy brain texture heaven. So good. So good. Yes. All right, what's your weird story? Uh, it was not, it's not that weird. We oh. were going to the local pool a lot. And I didn't think to go to the snack bar and indulge in that nostalgia, but I'm going to have to do it this year. That's, that's nice. not, it's not a weird story. It was just a relatable story. The rest of us. Just gotta get some ice cream. Yeah. It's sm- like, we it have smells those like childhood bars in my freezer. Fuck. Send yeah. me one. You can just get them. I know. You, you can, can just buy them at the store. I know, you, I know you can just buy them at the store. I love them and the Snickers ice cream bars. Snickers ice cream bars yes. are. I, I actually, I prefer the strawberry shortcake over the chocolate eclair. What? Yeah, it, it, I know. It's the inferior choice. No, I, I strongly disagree. Okay. Strongly disagree. Well, we're gonna just have to agree to disagree. We could just we could just buy a variety pack and we'll both be happy. Do they come in variety packs? Maybe, probably. Oh my god! <laughs> now I have to find those. Okay. All right, Monica. While I'm looking that up, where can they find our show? They can find our show at bxpcast.com, part of the Misdirected Mark Network. Bing. What about um, I email? Is that what I do next? Yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't matter. What's our email? Our email is bonusexpcast at gmail.com. Um, if you like these episodes where we just sort of hang out and talk, please tell us there. Uh, if you'd like to hear us talk about specific things, please tell us there. If you've got questions for us, please send us an email. We like getting mail. We get a lot of spam. It would be nice to hear from a real human. <laughs> <laughs> please. Please. Someone. Yeah. What about Twitter? Yeah, we do have a Twitter. We probably should use it more. And get people interested. Oh, right, that's me. Yeah, it's you. <laughs> get people interested. I do it. Tell us, let them know about when we're going to do a live show. Get them interested in the stuff that we're doing. Mm-hmm. No, let them know where they can find us. That is at bonus exp cast. And you can remember that because the word sex is in it. <laughs> Thank you. That's such a that's an old joke. It is an old a joke. Throwback. A deep cut callback. That's um. There's uh. Okay. I I regret to inform you that not only do they not make good humor variety packs, no. they make good humor Pop-Tarts ice cream bars. Huh. Specifically the brown sugar cinnamon Pop-Tart in an ice cream bar. Mm. I made a face. Yeah. I'm I'm extremely disappointed, honestly. No? I'm that there's no variety. I really pack. wanted that I really wanted that variety. I'm pack. sorry that the variety <laughs> pack I imagined doesn't exist. How dare you? Uh, what about you? Are you on Twitter? I am, unfortunately. I'm on Twitter. I am at Zenith Sun. I'm also sort of being on Tumblr. Like, I'm not very... I don't know how to post on Tumblr. I just like things and reblog them. Um, I mean... I'm Dice Wizard. Dice Dash Wizard on Tumblr, if you want to follow me. Just follow... Follow Dragonfugger66. Yeah. Okay. And that's really... Like, and then follow the the people that that they retweet. Okay. And... Or retweet. <laughs> See? Reblog. Fucking reblog. The reblog. Reblog. <laughs> Oh god, I'm gonna have to go back to Tumblr, aren't I? I like I I, I, I went back to Tumblr and it's like fun again. Oh yeah. Yeah. The Tumblr Blaze. Yeah. Really fun. <laughs> I see, I told you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you see the did you see Martin Luther's theses? Are they still floating around? <laughs> I did not see them directly, but a YouTuber I like who talks about Tumblr a lot showed me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a wild west out it's there. It's so funny. Like oh, Tumblr is now like all the fun weird parts of Twitter but without the horse shit and without without the fucking ads. Nazis. Yeah. Yeah, without the Nazis and the, it's great. It, the the Tumblr got a chance to like mature as a social media <laughs> site and this is what we got. <laughs> and it's like pretty queer. Yeah. The community yeah. using it is pretty queer. And so I'm like I don't. I don't know how to be a Tumblr head. I don't. I haven't figured out how to write a pithy post that people like, or like that I want to pay ten dollars to make two thousand people see. <laughs> I haven't gotten there yet, but I. But it, lots of fun stuff to reblog, and then I went and found a bunch of artists. Maybe. And... Maybe this is how we get the word out about bonus experience. You know, maybe <laughs> it is. Maybe it. we need to. Maybe we need to DXP Tumble. <laughs> Maybe. Oh God, I don't know. Send us an email or add us on Twitter if you were like, please make a bonus experience Tumblr. They dragged me back in. 
I'm still on Twitter. I'm I'm Ray W. Cole on Twitter. I'm gonna resist Tumblr as much as I can because I I fucking I still have Tumblr. I don't want I don't want it. I gotta no. I gotta go. I'm done. I gotta go. <laughs> I'm I'm leaving. <laughs> Everybody, get out. Change it. Yeah. Change it if you want to. Do I have to do this? Oh, fine. Bonus Experience is written and produced by Monica and Ray. Uh, and edited by Margaret. Our logo and art is by Nino Studios. You can find her on Facebook and Instagram. Our theme song is Reuse Noise with the Light by CDK and is used under the Attribution Non-Commercial Creative Commons license. BXP is part of the Misdirected Mark Network. What? What is all of it? I'm not reading this. Fuck it. Bye.